Welcome oh. back. It's Damn, Brigham this Young rules. Money. This does rule. This is what happens when I'm in charge and George. We are number one European podcast. I love to go to disco and do dance moves with best oh. friends. Dude, that is saucy. That is saucy. Yeah, that is, uh, they call going. it the sex in France. I think it's, does it just go infinitely? Yeah, I we should. Oh my God. We'll just do this through the whole episode. I'm sure everyone will love it. It's Thursday, August 10th. And I'm we're coming Cornish. to you live and this from is God's NPR. chosen location, Utah. America's Zion, I think. No, wait. Is that Missouri? I, I, it's it's Zion here. This is God's Toss country. Toss up. 50-50. This might just keep going forever. It might, yeah. I really, I What's don't know least, that it stops. We'll, we'll keep it rocking for a sec. It's Kyle here. We've got Greg, who's flipping the lights on and off in his room. But meanwhile, before we get back to Greg, we've invited the pod doctor, Colin, to the pod. Hello, Colin. Hey, everyone. So it's, uh, it's good to be back. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well, Greg. How are you? My name is not Greg. It's Romanovich. And I love to listen to discotheque music. <laughs> you know, you know number one is, in Romania. You know, what's funny is uh, one of the earlier parts of the guy that that got um, he got got by the FBI. So they spelled <laughs> his, his name. Music. They spelled his name with a G and it was G-R-A-I-G. It'd be really funny if someone's name was Greg, but spelled like like Craig. But with Greg. A G. Yeah, Craig. Yeah, you just you just okay. like uh, sounded out how ninety percent of people say my name. I know, I know. Okay, I'm gonna. Does this like gracefully shut off or? Okay, it just. Oh, oh now shit. it's gone entirely. Oh. I accidentally deleted that. <laughs> I think oh, I hit an X button. I, shit. Well, that may never be part of the podcast ever again. But I liked it. <laughs> well, while let's we had do it, it again. Let's 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 roll it again. I it's literally gone from the interface. I think I deleted Shit. it. I don't know That's how. That's so funny. I have a That's drum so option. So fucking funny. I have that, and I have this. Charge. That was, yeah. that was me though. Um, We're firing on all. I have those two tonight. things now, and if I hit the X, they disappear. And then if I hit the plus button, it tells me to. It's trying to get me to upload something. Okay. Anyway. It's bringing me money, and we are back. It's it's we're in the throes of August. Summer is coming to a close. Thank God. But things are heating up around the country uh, in a lot of different ways, and a lot of bad ways, I'd probably say. Um, but yeah, uh, Greg, uh, I don't know if people know, but um, Greg was involved in a bit of a situation yesterday, um, having to do with our dear our dear president. Dr. Jill Biden. Um, no, it was today. Wait, when Not, did he get here? He he got here today. Oh, he got here today. Yeah, it was just a one. It was just a one day thing. Like he got, I thought he in, got here yesterday. Like went to like the VA hospital and then came back. Wait, did the guy but, get shot yesterday? Or was that today? That was yesterday. Oh god. Okay. He got I'm, I'm having I'm having a hard time keeping track of of when when things are happening. Yeah. So um, he never, you know, he never even got the opportunity to put the ghillie suit on. Yeah, I saw Marine One flying today, or yeah, f- uh, helicopter Air Force flying. One. Yeah, uh, well, Marine One. I saw the helicopter actually. Oh damn! Okay. Um, I didn't see. I didn't look for Air Force One. But um, did you guys go <laughs> listen to the president disagree better or whatever we're supposed to do? I I didn't. I didn't well, do that. Why was he here, Colin? I feel like you know. I think he. I mean, I, I assume he was here to just do some like fundraising and just make a stop while he's on the campaign trail. But he was talking about. The PACT Act, which okay. has to do with uh, veterans benefits. So I think he was at the VA hospital talking about 
what effect it had had on Utah veterans and stuff like that. I didn't actually watch nice. any of it, but that that was the gist of what I understood. So uh, I, I saw like a video. I didn't watch it, but it was something. It was a video of Spencer Cox talking about how he was like grateful that Biden is here or something. But Biden was in the area because he just dedicated a national monument down in uh, near the Grand Canyon um, on some tribal land, which really upset a bunch of Utah bunch representatives of and senators. Yeah, Mitt Romney was really pissed. Our governor was really pissed. Um, what's what's funny is the way they frame like their anger. It's always like not. It's always about not taking local voices into account, which is always hilarious because um, you know, like a lot of these tribes are asking for what Joe Biden did, and this was a big thing for the Bears no, Year's no, National you're, Monument you're as well. It's- the, the local vo- voices mean actual people, not Native Americans. Well, actual yeah. people are the ones that we're talking about, not, not the also, Native tribes. The best part is like, well, also, um, uh, uranium mines. Like that, it's like hidden in yeah. like the fine text. They're like, listen to local voices, like local leaders, tribal leaders. They don't want this, even though he was with tribal leaders when but whatever. And then in like very small print at the end, it's like, but also like uranium. But also, like those, we should be able to mine that uranium. Yeah, double, double. Also, uh, the monument is 100% in Arizona, so I also don't understand why a bunch of Utah politicians are throwing a hissy fit. Yeah, it's there was like a big battle about bear's ears. It was the exact same thing here. It was that exact same discourse Mm -hmm. where it's always like they're not Mm -hmm. taking local voices into account, um, despite all the like the local voices who wanted to protect that land, um, and then instead, you know. They really wanted it to be used for mining. So, yeah, Ooh, and I knows? mean, I look, there's not really a lot of reason to mine uranium at this point. I mean, like, there would be if you were going to build more nuclear power plants. But if you're not going to do that, then just don't do it. Well, listen, I mean, there needs to be an Oppenheimer sequel, so we got to do something. I would love an Oppenheimer sequel. I think I think the sequel is. Uh, well, I don't know. You know, I couldn't figure <laughs> out the ideology. I, I couldn't figure <laughs> out the ideology of that movie, so it's really hard for me to say what the sequel might be. It didn't. It didn't explicitly say anything <laughs> enough for me to have understood it. It sure. didn't. It wouldn't even say the bombs are bad. Even yeah, it's it just ridiculous. If it's not going to flash, b- the bomb is bad across the screen <laughs> for ten minutes. I don't understand. Like, what am I supposed to take away from it? Yeah, I'm yeah, bad I, at subtext. I, don't know. I fell asleep during me. the third act, so if somebody could tell me, you know, <laughs> yeah. how how it went down. Yeah, I, it, the life draining out of someone's eyes wasn't enough to tell me that the bomb was bad, but. Um, yeah, man, things are uh, things are good good here in Utah, I guess. No, um, I do I do need to talk though about I have a personal vendetta against Joe Biden. I've been yeah, on the I've been on the Joe Brandon train for a long time. You know, I've been posting, you know, the 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 super like RoboCop eyes, right? Uh, for Joe Brandon, the dark Brandon, yeah. the dark Brandon. Yeah, I've been I've been there, and you know, I you know I've been up since five o'clock this morning. Uh, I I got all my work done early. I took the afternoon off so that I could go for a bike ride and I couldn't get anywhere in this city. It took me, <laughs> it took me an hour and a half to get from my house. And I live very close to downtown to the mouth of Parley's Canyon. Oof. And then Oof. by the time I got into the Canyon, it was just bumper to bumper. And I c- come to find out, I thought it was just traffic or there might be construction because what else are they going to do in Salt Lake city? No, it's because, Mr. Joe Brandon's motorcade had to parade itself down I-80 via Foothill Boulevard 
and just fuck up my whole day. So I'm off yeah. the dark Brandon train. Uh, and I'm officially, I'm a political free agent guys. Yeah. Um, I like I, that for you. I mean, it, it was pretty inappropriate, you, inappropriate for you to be supporting that Marxist radicalist, uh, oh. Joe Brandon. Well, I like that there. he's, uh, we executing will. my enemies. Yeah. Yeah, we're all very in favor of state violence. <laughs> um, well, here's the thing: I don't have the uh, I don't have. I'm gonna Jordan get a lawyer Sandboard, on the line, so I can't do the song for the hell lines, but I can give you this, Greg. Charge! There we go. Hell line number one. I do have one question for you know, because it's a, it's an all it's an all dudes episode. You know, yeah. we're having dudes chat. Have you? Have you claimed your tits? Oh, sorry. I skipped that part. Gentlemen, <laughs> have you claimed your tits? I can't do it, dude. I can't. I can't know what Rudy Giuliani was saying. I can't. I don't want. I can't know these things. I shouldn't know these things. But have I, you seen? I, I was out of the loop because I had no idea what oh, we were talking about. So that's thank you. Thank Just count your blessings, he, the guys, my friend. Just, just know that Rudy Giuliani is becoming more and more senile like with every passing day he's, he's been seen now since 2001 yeah he's a and sick he's a also sick like wildly horny which i guess apparently is like a uh a byproduct of senility yeah that's what and that's what made him made this him man is absolutely losing his mind uh but that transcript was very funny if you haven't read it just just google like <laughs> don't Rudy go no, do not do that do not listen to greg do not google it's anything. funny it's really really funny <laughs> I hate it. Should so I read much, it? Man. No, you're not reading it. Start start the first tell line, please. I can't. Okay. Somehow I I cannot I I cannot listen to you quote Rudy Giuliani. It's horrifying. If you Fine. really must know, you can Google what he was saying. But you I gotta claim my tits. Why does just he, imagining why does him he just say like, that? Well, all like five three of him as he continues to like morph into a like a goomba he's from just the Mario Brothers into the ground. Man, his like yeah. skin is just. Oh, just sweating horrifying. profusely. I look like that, or I'm acting like that. Everyone listening to this has the my explicit God, explicit written consent like? to shoot me in the head. And never, never, uh, never let me get is. to that. Point. Oh yeah, no, this is bad. I wish I <laughs> Kyle was correct. I really shouldn't have looked this up. Told you. All I right, you, uh, hit the drop. Okay, Ooh, uh, 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 Welcome to hell, motherfucker. Yeah, this one's actually Death horrifying. So I guess this one makes sense. You know, Jordan added in the weird. Uh, Trump groan so just yeah, think he, about those it really just gets longer every time he does it so <laughs> we'll see time. what happens uh, All next right. time so hellline number one uh, everything is on fire from the Associated Press, dangerous wildfires are spreading rapidly on Maui due to very dry conditions stemming from a drought combined with the powerful trade winds being squeezed across Hawaii. Uh, thousands of people have been displaced from their homes, and at least 53 people have died from the wildfires on Maui. And much of the historic town of Lahaina has been destroyed, according to officials. A state of emergency has been declared for the whole island, while all non-essential travel <sighs> to the popular vacation destination is being discouraged. Officials said, "Dude, that's like it's legitimately one of the craziest things I've ever, it's, I've yeah, ever like seen." Yeah, that's a town that like it's legitimately does not exist anymore. It's it's very sad. I I you know I don't want to make this personal, but this is a place that is very special to me. This is where I went on my honeymoon, and yeah, you know had the most wonderful time. And Hawaii's uh, very near and dear to my heart. It's just it's horrific to see, and it feels like this is just you know part of the new normal like we're just going to start seeing more and more towns burn to the ground i know 
I mean, Sarah, your girlfriend, my co-host, Gollin, her town of paradise burned. And like, yeah, it's just like you're seeing more and more of this. And it's just like it's it's hard for me to stomach because you see so many people, especially in like the Democratic side, who acknowledge that climate change is a thing and will say, you know, listen to the science, but then there's nothing that actually happens from it. And we have to watch the news and see, you know, entire towns burned to the ground. Yeah. I mean, like the the real thing is uh, that like no one can just openly say that we have to actually like restructure society in order to deal with, <laughs> yeah. with this crisis. And so we can just people can be sympathetic or whatever and they can express their sympathies about how like, oh, yeah, like the you know climate change is real. Like that's that's you have one party that says climate change is fake. The other one says climate change is real, but we're not going to do anything about it, yeah. like anything meaningful. So I know yeah. that the um, uh, like uh, officials in Maui are asking people that if you have a uh, a vacation planned in Maui for the next you know week or few months from now, they're asking for you to a not come and b uh, kindly donate your room to one of the yeah. displaced families. Yeah. I mean, so 53 people have died that they know of. There's a bunch that are missing. A lot of people were like going into the ocean to get away from the fire. God. Um, it's just really horrifying. I can't even uh, imagine. It's just continually going to get worse. So. No, and I mean, like, honestly, in some cases, thank God there was an ocean to get into. Like, right. when, like when paradise burned down, there's nowhere to go. There was nowhere to go. People right. had nowhere to go. Like, the fire just kept going. So, like, the ocean being there actually probably saved many lives in a way that in yeah. other places it it absolutely would not. Um, and it's horrifying. I mean, we're just every as Greg said, it's just going to be like we're just going to see more and more towns uh, across the Western United States do this. Like at some point, there's very little that might stop a city like Jeremy Ranch burning down from right. a similar condition here and just like yeah. a freak condition and a wildfire starts and like with with how so with how hot and dry summers can get here these days like that it, it feels inevitable for so many places in the west that like it's Dude, it's coming i don't like it, uh, people probably remember but on the east coast it was like uh mid-spring maybe <laughs> but it was definitely not fire season and the entire east coast was just like sopped in with smoke from canada that was just having massive Dude, wildfires in new york like, was spring. orange <laughs> it was like springtime yeah. and they have massive fires it's just, it's just i mean yeah it looked like a new it looked like a scene from the like the updated version of blade runner yeah and it's getting like increasingly um unclear about like where is actually going to be like safe places to be <laughs> because yeah. like there was uh somebody was sharing a video of um i think i saw maybe it was miles clee that that shared it but there was like a glacier that was melting in alaska and going down this river and tore like pulled a house into the river oh yeah uh, that happened and, this week too yeah yeah and some and someone like responded was like lies this was just snow melt and it's like dude <laughs> like the the dissonance that just takes place oh, and it's just oh it's embarrassing it's it's horrible anyway um super so awful much. situations in hawaii if you have i i, I think i saw I'll, I'll try to link it in the description if i can find it again but i saw some mutual aid links yeah. going around um if you've got extra money you know a lot of like locals that live on like on the hawaiian islands don't uh like are often living in poverty anyway 
Um, so then it just creates even more dire situations for a lot of people. So well, it's, it's going to be devastating for that economy. I mean, the economy is completely based on tourism, which is what most right. of the people who live there do. Yeah. And now if there's no beachfront in Lahaina to visit, like what do these people do for jobs yeah. now? Like there's just yeah. like absolutely there's there's nothing like their whole livelihoods uh, yeah. have burned down and are gone on that island now. And it's it's absolutely devastating. So, yeah, I, I echo that. Please donate. Um, check the donation sites that you're donating to that they're legitimate that those that that aid is getting to the people that it really needs to get to um and just you know my my thoughts with all the people displaced in in hawaii and it's so fucking shitty (sighs) all right greg take it take us through we've got a we've got some fun stuff today this is this is all good this is a real happy episode um so (laughs) smile like you mean it folks (laughs) uh I, I feel like I'm only on the depressing episodes. It's like you guys, you guys really wait for it. You guys really wait to pull me in. For that's what we, that's what we do. Like us boys got have a group chat and it's just, you know, every now and again, we got to pull you right. in. Like, yeah. like, no, no how laughs can, for Colin while he's on this right. episode. <laughs> how can we, no funny. how can we fuck up Colin's day? Colin, Colin seems to be doing all right. We can't have that. <laughs> no, absolutely. Drag not. him down. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's in the drop. I know we didn't play it, but uh, you know, it's blatantly there. Welcome to hell. And with that said, <laughs> hell line number two, more like Supreme Court side seats, version two. So from NPR today, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas back in the news because he accepted more vacations and gifts from billionaire benefactors than previously reported. According to a new report by ProPublica, the conservative justice who has come under scrutiny for his failure to disclose such gifts took at least 38 vacations, 26 private jet flights, eight flights by helicopter, a dozen VIP passes to sporting events, as well as stays at luxury resorts in Florida and Jamaica. That's awesome. Uh, ProPublica notes that Thomas appears to have broken the law by failing to disclose these flights, cruises, and sports tickets. And uh, this report is the latest revelation about the justice that has brought into the spotlights the Supreme Court justices and ethics rules that they are supposed to follow, but they don't because who gives a shit? They will <laughs> There's no repercussions for that. Yeah, why would there be? Like, I mean, let's, I mean, I like obviously, a, like, oh, sorry, go ahead, Colin. I was going to say, I, I mean, many people made this joke online, so it's not original, but I, I just like the, you know, the, like the 38 vacations, the 28, whatever. It sounded like, you know, a, a Giannis stat line from the finals right. or something. The LeBron Shout out James David stat Roth. Line. <laughs> yeah, that's who it was. That's who it was. It was David J. Roth. Yeah. That's a yeah. classic Roth style tweet. And so, like, yeah, I, I like the, you know, Obviously, you know, this is horrible. We probably shouldn't have Supreme Court justices uh, that are completely bought and paid for by uh, GOP billionaire money. Yeah. You know, but far be it for me to, you know, uh, talk down about somebody accepting perks from work because if uh, my boss or, you know, some wealthy donor came to my job and was like, hey, Greg, do you want to go to Jamaica? I'd probably say yes. Look, if if a genetics company wants to send me on vacation, I'll accept it. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> no questions asked. Illumina, uh, Illumina, man. I'm here, baby. So yeah, take me out. You know, whatever, I made, whatever you got to do. I made the joke earlier, and I'll say it again. You know, I'm actually in favor of Clarence Thomas taking more luxury vacations you know might i suggest you know like a, a, a tight 
you know, a submarine ride to the Titanic. Maybe, maybe him and Elon should do that one. Yeah. Maybe exploring (laughs) some caves in Thailand. Oh man. Or, you know, I don't know. Maybe like a Zeppelin ride, like a world war two recreation, a cave diving. I could see Clarence Thomas getting really into extreme cave just, diving. I think he should do it. He looks like a, I mean, just a graceful swan, a spelunker. Yeah, <laughs> I love that for both of them. God, this sucks. Yeah, it um, does suck. It's, it's not good. <laughs> it's so blatantly corrupt, and like I know it's the, just like, the thing is, is that when you hear about it, you're just like, you know, of course. <laughs> you're like, you're like, yeah, of course. It's but like the blatancy of it is is really unbelievable. I mean, there's there's insane stuff like people just paying for kids schools and like all sorts of stuff that like buying just, like, family com- members houses and yeah it's like, like yeah. it's it's so insanely corrupt and obvious that yeah. like or like the the story that we covered a couple of weeks ago about justice alito uh taking some sort of like fly fishing trip up to alaska yeah paid for by a gop billionaire donor who then after like a few months later had uh cases that were tried by the supreme court yeah <laughs> and like such a joke. Just, I, I always find this to be re- really interesting because people will be like do you think that these improper bribes like work and almost everyone will say yes right like you know like uh you know doctors were getting huge bribes from drug companies right and they'd be like you know you ask doctors like is this unethical to take all this stuff from drug companies and they'd be like yes absolutely but then they'd be like does this work on you? And they'd be like, well, no, it doesn't work on me. It makes, when they bribe me, it makes no difference. Yeah, right. And it's, it's like, just other people. It's, yeah. it's so, it's so insane. Like the cognitive dissonance there to be like, yes, it's obviously a problem, but it could never be a problem for me. Complete is, projection. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. I, awesome. We live in such a cool world. We really do. It's awesome. Uh, uh, <laughs> tell us, tell us about the next one. Moving, moving on. Uh, everybody hell line number three, uh, Get those save the dates uh, out the door. Mark your calendars. This is big, big news from NPR. <laughs> Prosecutors in the office of special counsel Jack Smith are proposing that a federal judge in Washington, D.C. set a start date of January 2nd, 2024 for former President Donald Trump's trial on <laughs> charges related to efforts to overturn the 2020 election. <laughs> the government lawyers estimate the case could last four to six weeks. Uh, most importantly, a January 2nd trial date would vindicate the public's strong interest in a speedy trial and interest guaranteed by the Constitution and federal law in all cases, but of particular significance here where the defendant, a former president, is charged with conspiring to overturn the legitimate results <laughs> like of the, the energy here. presidential <laughs> election, obstruct the certification of the election results, and uh, discount citizens' legitimate votes. They uh, it's, like I'm listening, it's like I'm listening to an SP- NPR hit. It's yeah. got the same energy of an NPR hit. Jack, Jack Smith, the prosecutor, has publicly stated he wants the trial to start before the 20, uh, 2024 Super Tuesday primary. That's which so is boring, March 5th. Man. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, cool. Like, well, I, I'm mad that, okay, so I guess we'll see what happens. But Trump is just like demolishing everyone in the polls right now. And like Vivek <laughs> also took over, uh, what's his face? DeSantis. DeSantis, DeSantis, yeah. he's, DeSantis isn't making it to New, Ham- New Hampshire. Mark my words right here. Betting man, I would bet my house on that. It's so yeah, pathetic. There's, it's there's so no pathetic. reason to believe in DeSantis. He's such a fucking freak. He's, he's so, such a weird freak. I can't the most, stand looking at the man. <laughs> most off-putting human being. It, the, look, like, looking at Ron DeSantis is like the, the, the living embodiment of the uncanny valley. 
Yeah. He doesn't like. He doesn't look. He looks almost real enough that you're like okay, but then not quite real enough, and you're like no, 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 no. I hate it. I hate it. I can't look yeah, at this. Make his mouth away. is just like a little bit too big, it, and it like will... he's just is so he's so strange. He does act like Homelander. Also, somebody tweeted that. And I was like, <laughs> That's yeah. really fucking funny. <laughs> his like weird fake laughs and stuff. It's very Homelandery. I don't like it. But yeah, Trump. I don't know, man. He's probably actually gonna get in trouble for this, but. Uh, uh, it's going to be awesome I, to see what happens. I think by he, far the most interesting thing was that they subpoenaed and went through his Twitter DMs. That I is going to be fascinating. Oh my god! The, I gotta know what's in, tw- in dude. Trump's how DMs. many OnlyFans models has Trump DM'd? Dude, I don't. I honestly have. I have no. I still don't think. I, I do think Trump is is like asexual. I don't know if OnlyFans people have enough clout for him. Like I think that like the. The porn stars that he's been into, like he's 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 seen as like like a status symbol. Okay, um, no, so you're I right. I, I could it, see it's hard him. for me to know. There's probably like famous people that he's been DMing though. He's DMing Kathy Ireland in 2022. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure he's been doing stuff like that, and that's what I got to know. Somebody had to tell him that Farrah Fawcett died. Yeah, Dude, there's there's going to be at least one thing as embarrassing as like the uh, uh, oh, who is the Clippers guy? Oh, Donald Sterling? Yeah, Donald Sterling. There's going to be... They just, start, be... they just start sucking me, and I love it, and it feels <laughs> good, and I'm in my limo, and oh Sir, my God. the question was, is this your handwriting? <laughs> that was one the best. Of, one of the all-time funniest things I've ever read. Dude, that, that transcript. So good. That transcript is actually... You know what? I, I Let me issue a retort and rewind the tape back. Don't. You know, save yourself from the Rudy Giuliani. Just and go read the Donald Sterling just one. Just the sweaty, so. disgusting, like, Goomba from yeah. Mario Brothers that he is. Save yourself that. Don't claim your tits. And go read the Donald Sterling transcript. It's so much better, man. It's so much better. And it's legitimately one of the funniest things I've ever read in my entire life. Yeah. It's it's just, it's it's incredible. Um. Okay, so the, we we have two we have two main things we want to talk about. Do you guys want to talk about soccer stuff first, or do you want to talk about uh, guy getting take, take shot your by the take FBI your first? pick? You know, I am the you know the preeminent soccer boy. Here okay, at yeah, B- let's BYM, so. let's let's talk first about um, about the U.S. Uh, women's national team. Um, this has been really stupid. The the discourse around this because. Uh, here's the thing. The U.S. women's national team has been uh, – they've obviously won the last two World Cups, and so they went into wor- this World Cup just based on talent on the roster as one of the favorites, of course. But the problem is is they have a coach who's bad and stupid. Um, but, I mean, we'll also point out a couple injuries. Yeah, bad injuries. Macario being out, Becky yes. Sauerbrunn going out right before the World Cup. Some of these things, Mallory Swanson, some of these things True. really, really screwed with this team. Yeah, and um, all of these things combined, uh, no one, the biggest soccer fans who follow, you know, the national teams uh, day in and out, were not feeling particularly optimistic uh, going into this tournament because of the way the team's been playing for the last year. And I will... I mean, two years. They, they or, did yeah, not play the well in the Olympics years. The Olympics is kind of like where we were really seeing, um, you know, the the faults of, of what was going on. And especially when you just compare the way this team played... Uh, versus that, like in this World Cup as they uh, versus in 2019, it's just like night and day. Um, but anyway, 
what happened was is they got eliminated and because they got eliminated that gave a lot of people a chance to launder really stupid opinions about the women's national team um through their loss and people will probably remember that there was a very public Twitter beef between Megan Rapino, the captain of the women's national team in the last world cup and Donald Trump taking place online. So this is nothing new that like people on the right do not like this women's national team. Um, and it's kind of started with like, you know, there are gay women on the team. There are women who are outspoken about how they don't like Trump. There are people who are outspoken about trans rights. There's a lot of well, stuff didn't like that. A lot of them take knees as well. Well, yeah. So during 2020, that was an, like a, another thing that took place, and then that's just kind of continued of like players not not um, not to mention the 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 labor dispute over how they were being paid exactly. on top of that. Yes. So then the bit, and then one of the the big things that soured them on a lot of people was the equal pay that they were going for. Uh, against what ended up being pitted against the men's national team. Um, and that there was, which a, was, which was a crappy situation that the men never asked for either. Yeah, it, it was, it was really messy uh, to put it lightly. And it, and it made a lot of people mad at them. Um, even people who weren't necessarily on like the right, but it, all of these things combined, there were a lot of people who were just preying on their downfall and they got it. On top of that, we had like a weird coalition of people in Utah who were upset and laundering even more opinions through an exclusion of for this national team. Her name is Ashley Hatch. She is a former BYU women's player who is a very, very good player. And to her credit, a lot of people who are not just like Utah homers or BYU homers or whatever felt like she deserved to be there. And I agree she's a very she's a very good soccer player she plays for the um she plays for washington she's she's a great player i I don't know what else to say there are a lot of people that felt like she deserved it um but there are also people that were using her and kind of placing their political beliefs on her as like you know she wasn't woke enough to play on this team or whatever or like she was excluded because she's mormon or something like that um i don't everything's everything's a culture war yeah. Um, so there were like some people like Greg Rubel, for instance, who in his case, I, th- I felt like his criticism of her exclusion was fair because he's watched her play soccer more than like, almost anyone uh, as as the commentator for the BYU women's soccer team. But then there's someone like Dick Harmon, who wrote this op ed in the Deseret News called U.S. Soccer Snubbed Ashley Hatch. In hindsight, it didn't deserve the former BYU star. Um. I, okay. I'm sure you can guess why. Um, so I'm going to just quickly go through this. And he does link to Greg Rubel's comments. But Dick Harmon is saying it, saying he's writing this article, article for a different reason than I think Greg Rubel was making a tweet about her exclusion. The United States women's national team could have used Ashley Hatch. In the end, however, the former BYU star sh- should be glad to have been far away from this team's humiliation. The four-time World Cup champions made an embarrassing early exit in this year's tournament to, in a loss to Sweden on penalty kicks on Sunday. The USA right. had... So, what? I was just going to point out a couple of things already that pissed me off about this, right? Yeah. Uh, going to the World Cup is an incredible achievement, just in general. I mean, it like is, we yeah. take it for granted for the United States, but there's countries who went to their first World Cup, won mm-hmm. their first World Cup games, like all sorts of stuff in this tournament. It's, it's always a great achievement to make a World Cup. 
It is, yeah. The fact that the U.S. should be there every time doesn't take away from the fact that it's that it's an impressive achievement. Yeah, but and, like, yeah, there are teams. Germany didn't even make it out of the group stage. Yeah, they were a favorite. Yeah. like there are teams who are actually underperformed worse than the United States in this tournament. Yeah, so they, like, it's because they that, were that's very a thing woke. that yeah, that's a thing that happens in soccer tournaments. Yeah. So it's like that's that's the other thing is like. Yeah, Dick Harmon doesn't know anything about <laughs> Germany's soccer history or the fact that they went out in the group stages, which was a, a huge disappointment for the German women's national team. But like, yeah. so it's just already crazy to be like, this is so disappointing to not to only make it out of the group stages. Like, no, actually making it out of the group stages is pretty tough, just yeah. in general. It's also just very funny to me to see conservative men all of a sudden give a shit about women's sports when I'm sure you go back and you can read like old takes that they had on the WNBA or college Dude, i mean women's college sports i mean even yeah. if, if they exist at all you know like it's almost always like some sort of like ridiculous misogyny or just like complete completely ignoring the sports altogether yeah it's um it, it's bad and like the, his his lack of knowledge about sports could become or soccer becomes very evident in this article but um there's a lot of things in here that are just really stupid. And there are a lot of people that he cites, like someone like Carly Lloyd, and I'll talk about her in a sec, as like proof that he's he's correct. But um, anyway, uh, the USA had no offense, no heart, just politics. Just like the rest of the time they'd spent on the world stage in this affair, this t- team really could have used Hatch, who has proven to be a key cog in creating an efficient attack as a center forward. When the Which, whatever. I, I'm not going to get too soccery on here, but like... Uh, there were a lot, a lot of problems with this team, and it's, 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 it. I highly doubt Ashley Hatch being included would have made a difference considering the issues that this team had uh, playing soccer. But whatever. When the roster came out earlier this year, the snub of Hatch made headlines across the country because of her National Women's Soccer League performances, her consistency, and her experience. That's true. Wrote CBS Sports about Hatch, Hatch's absence back on June 22nd. Her omission from the roster may be a head scratcher for some as they debate who the backup number nine will be on the team. She's been a top scorer in the league a frequent part of US WNT camps over the last two years, but is not headed to the tournament. Hatch had the resume and the time with the team. She also probably would have avoided getting mired down in all the garbage dog and pony media show this team USA team apparently cared more about than the game. So this like, is just this is just the soccer version of shut up and dribble. Yeah, and like, you know, these these players are too flashy. They only care like to say that the players on the field didn't care about like the game is just like it's so I, stupid. Like every single woman that was on the field fought extremely hard to be there and in these games. Like that, bit, yeah. if, if you watched it, it was evident that they were trying hard. Yeah. Like I don't and I mean, the other thing, like this this team did not grandstand at all during this World Cup. This no. was like the most isolated that they have ever been. Like they were like on self-imposed social media bans and yes. stuff like that. And like <laughs> like this was this was them like they were going into this saying that like, hey, we're going to try and focus as much as we can. So like, yeah. there's just not beyond the years before where they were fighting for equality or like stuff like that. There is nothing to back up this assertion that this yeah. team was like distracted when they got to the World Cup. There's absolutely nothing to back it up. There's no evidence that yeah. this team was out partying or like doing all this other stuff. There's none it's, of that. The, the, it all comes down to, well, the Carly Lloyd thing here in a sec, but and it's their politics and then the Carly Lloyd thing. In retrospect, can, the I, honor, can I just sorry, say one continue. thing real quick yeah. before? Because it's it like there seems to be a lot of cognitive dissonance too that for me. And granted, you know, I'm not soccer guy, but I paid attention enough to know that. Uh, 
the U.S. women's soccer team has won back-to-back World Cups. Yeah. In, you know, in, and they came in as yeah. one of the favorites. So yeah. to say that this team doesn't care about soccer and only cares about politics doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, of course, these guys, they've won on the biggest stage twice. And while being way more outspoken uh, like uh, yeah, in their politics, then you had what Rapino tweeting year. at Trump during the tournament. Like, right. She was like, I'm not going to the White House if, if we win, <laughs> like during right. the tournament. It's like right. like this. Uh, they were way more like distracted, as he would describe it back then. And they won the World Cup, but whatever. Um, Hatch would have gained uh, in retrospect, the honor and opportunities Hatch would have gained by being a part of this team may, may have been overshadowed by the stain this USA team brought upon itself with the sideshows and disappointment in representing the country. This was the worst performance by USA women's team in World Cup history. Why would Hatch want to be a part of that? Well, she's a competitor and that fueled her. But now, Ashley, be glad you were not part of this stink. The 20, this 2023 team was more concerned with taking selfies, making political statements, and fueling the far-left woke virtual sig- virtue signaling agenda than putting the ball in the net, diving for loose balls, or acting like world champions on the field. I love the diving for loose balls thing. I pointed that out like when this article came out. Hilarious, like... Of phrase uh, a there. famous thing that you do in soccer <laughs> is dive for loose balls. Um, it's it's a really important uh, stat. People keep track of it. Uh, I'm, this then, is this is why John Stockton is the greatest soccer player of all that's time. That's right. Yeah, I, I just fueling the far left woke virtue signaling agenda. They're like what they're just, talking about is like like a Volkswagen Pride ad or something. Like it's the dumbest. These people just, just every it's just a mad melted. lib of of conservative buzzwords My, the you far have left, left woke, woke virtue signaling, <laughs> virtue signaling. Yeah. dude I, I had this guy no, on no, twitter that no. this guy started arguing with me on twitter like I, I one day i just got in a discussion about something i can't I, it was so weird i later learned he was like a desnat guy but he was saying that like uh he he gave me an it, like he was telling me how blackstone or blackrock it, maybe it was the blackrock group does like diversity and inclusion so they're definitionally marxist I was like, you're telling me that private equity, <laughs> private equity, like these pe- the way these people's brains work when it comes to this stuff is just simpletons. Like, no, if you, they, it's if so you have read the cover of White Fragility, you're a Marxist. W- welcome to the left. Yeah, it's it's like congratulations. The largest private equity firm on earth is Marxist because they have like a diversity and inclusion program at like in their corporate offices it's think, unbelievable yeah we need to go uh protest raytheon and northrop grunman because yeah. they did uh you know like an inclusion day like yeah, obviously I'm, that stuff is like gaggy the, and gross but yeah, like the wolf. marxist version you know of BlackRock destroying the housing economy yeah. by buying up all thing by buying doing. up all the housing, like buying all the classic, mar- classic yeah. Marxism. They're doing essentially feudalism, and that's just <laughs> so Marxist of them. It's so crazy. There's nothing more Marxist than owning private property. Yeah, that's um, tenant number one. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. And for what? And for what? Well, for. An 18-year-old with little experience, Alyssa Thompson, who had rarely played. Well, okay, Alyssa Thompson is good. But a 38-year-old Megan Rapinoe, who I agree should not have played in this tournament, who didn't play well. Nice. 
Thank you, Dick. But he says, what's funny is he doesn't even like, he said, who rarely played and a 38-year-old Megan Rapinoe who didn't play well, according to Greg Rubel. It's like, he, he doesn't, none of this he stuff is his own research. He just, he's like, according to these other people, they didn't play well. Yeah, but, that's, the, um, that's the thing. Dick Harmon clearly didn't watch a fucking game. <laughs> no. He didn't watch, like, like, what, I'm supposed to believe that Dick Harmon woke up at 3 a.m. to watch that fucking USA-Sweden game? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a joke. It's an absolute uh, joke. You're talking about something that you know not even anything about you're just quoting some other guy's tweet and like oh, it's, it's insane like hack. dick Harmon couldn't tell me if me if if megan rapino took ashley hatch's spot right yeah. do they play the same position dick Harmon? <laughs> yeah. he doesn't know go off king no he does he, not he has know. no fucking idea he like the fact that like ashley hatch would probably play center forward which is not a position that megan rapino is asked to play for this team so like I don't understand. Like, it's, the comparison doesn't make any sense. It's awesome. It's 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 awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's great. So he says, fightless, uninspired, gutless players going through the motions of disrespectful kneeling when their country's national anthem was played. Why can't we just watch sports these days? Which he didn't watch. Why do we have to have political <laughs> agendas shoved down our throats? Ass. Yeah, why? <laughs> Uh, why why do we have to have political agendas shoved down our throats? Why can't everyone just do the pledge the exact way or the, the national anthem the exact way that I want them to do that? Why do I have to have people express themselves in any other way? Why does that have to be shoved down my throat? Um, this is where, of course, he gets into former, former team member Carly Lloyd uh, spells her name fucking wrong in this article. Awesome. Former team member Carly Lloyd could see it all coming a long time ago. Our Lloyd, who has been providing commentary for the World Cup on Fox Sports, ripped into the USWNT after a lackluster performance against Portugal and the Netherlands. She had promised to be candid and honest in her analysis. Boy, was she. This is another thing that this is like Carly Lloyd's whole shtick is like, yes, she, this, this is her thing. She's the she's the female Alexi Lalas in a lot of ways. It's like we were always we were tougher and better and more focused back then when we were doing it. That's just and she got salty because uh of her playing time during the olympics or lack of um and she's mad about that and she often says dumb things but whatever uh she saw that then she saw the post-game videos of players dancing and taking selfies with fans and i have never witnessed something like that she said on air there's a difference between being respectful of the fans and saying hello to your family but to be dancing to be smiling she was disturbed this was after um the united states advanced out of the group stage i believe or I, I, were expected to essentially um they advanced out of the group stage they didn't win the game but they were happy after the game so that was like a huge thing for carly lloyd and apparently dick Harmon. how dare they um yeah anyway uh then the loss came to sweden a copycat of, of a copycat act of sputtering soccer from the most storied team in the world said lloyd like it i lived it i saw it she told yahoo sports i'm basically just saying what i see because i was a part of it in the last couple of years when i was retiring you could just feel that the love and that hunger and that humbleness kind of dissipating a bit it was not a good environment she added you didn't see people fighting on the field fighting for every loose ball sprinting and that is the reason why we didn't win the olympics yes the women's national team could have used hatch sans the social activism this team made a priority as it circled the drain if not for Hatch's offensive skills, it really could have used her common sense and perspective. This team didn't deserve deserve Hatch. He's like so cowardly that he's like as, assuming that that Ashley Hatch would have the exact same reaction to uh, to to what was going on here as he would. He he expects Ashley Hatch to go in there and be like, "You far left woke leftist Marxists who are doing an ad for Volkswagen or whatever, um, you guys are ruining this team." 
It's a famously woke company, Volkswagen. Well, I'm sure, like, the thing that really frustrates me is I'm sure Ashley Hatch would have killed to be on this team. I'm sure. Like, Absolutely. Like, and, it's just a projection of what what he thinks the person Ashley Hatch is. Yeah. And that's really, that's really a, a sick thing to do. It's to someone that you don't know. So, so like, stupid. To it's put, gross. To put your ideology in this person and be like, this is what they must be feeling like. And it's, I'm glad they weren't there so they couldn't be disappointed by these woke leftists uh, of the U S women's national team. It's, it's a really gross thing to do to another person in general. Yeah. And like, I, I Ashley know. Hatch, Ashley Hatch knows all of these people. She's probably friends yes. with many of them yes. and she's not asking to be pitted against them. Yes, exactly. It's she's just, absolutely you know. not like, yeah. you think after she watched them lose? She was just like, hell, hell yeah. That's awesome. They got what they deserved for being woke or whatever. It's so gross and stupid like do I, I, I do i think that she has the exact same beliefs in politics or whatever as megan rapino i don't but i think ashley hatch to her playing soccer for like the national team is probably one of the most important things for her and that's something she would have loved to do regardless of who else is playing on that team it's so it's so gross you worded it very well colin that's exactly how i feel about it it's just it's so disrespectful it's so ridiculous and don't read the comments on this article. It's just stupid. it's just like I can't think of very many things like just more misogynistic and just like more perfect for a conservative man to do than to talk uh, in place of a woman. <sighs> I know, man. Like it's, it's just hate, it's just like it's just like a chef's kiss. Like it's just it couldn't be more perfect. Yeah. And well, this is not. I, I, I can't wait to to read Dick Harmon's continuing coverage through the next World Cup cycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's going to be uh, on top of on top of every Concacaf game from here on out. He's 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 very excited to be covering this. Um, I mean, this is not sports analysis. He's just regurgitating the the stuff that Trump says about this team. Like, if he, this is basically the op ed form of the stuff that Trump was posting on Truth Social after they lost. That's like all this is. Except yeah. it's even it's almost worse because he makes it more personal. He he essentially is just funneling this through Ashley Hatch uh, because yeah. she's more is this is sucks. or was Mormon and went to be well. And it's so. I mean it's an embarrass it's it's an embarrassing op ed for a lot of reasons, but it's like. You can't even he doesn't even spell players names right. He can't even get the right cliches for the sport that he's, know. you know, like talking about. Like he doesn't know anything about this. And and the fact that editors let this run, I think, is pretty. Yeah, that's the thing that's un, like even even worse than Dick Harmon's awful, just embarrassing article is the fact that the Deseret News let this run. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Par for the course, I guess. It's par for the for, course, sure. But for the like, op-ed section, just this, their op-ed section is keeping this podcast alive. So yeah, but just for, <laughs> and I love it. Just for like the sheer fact of what Colin just said of like you got your sports analogies wrong and you didn't spell uh, players' names right. Like yeah. that's that's embarrassing. That's like stuff that like if my junior writer did that we would have to sit down and have a talk and be like, yeah. Hey, we, I need you to pay attention to things and like maybe do a modicum of research before you write something. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, it, it's, it's embarrassing. Um, thank you, Dick Harmon for, for your quality work and op-ed writing. Um, okay. So the other thing that we want to talk about that we've alluded to a couple of times that I'm sure people are aware of, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of be, I, when this first happened, uh, this guy in Provo, this 80-year-old man was killed by the FBI on Wednesday morning. I I didn't know if it would become 
as big of a story as it did, but I, I guess it makes, I, I don't know. I, I will say but, like, I was just thinking about other times when stuff like this has happened, like in, I think it was 2020, but it was, it was either during, it was either during 2020 or 2021, but there were a lot of protests happening in like Portland and Seattle area and everywhere else, of course. But there was someone from either in Portland or Seattle that was essentially just like killed outside of a motel that by either FBI or another governmental agency that they, you know, maybe they claimed, I don't even know if they claimed he had a weapon, but there's like been like things like this that have happened that haven't really garnered a lot of steam, but this has gotten really, really big. And, uh, I have seen this reported like by everyone, but what's been more interesting to me, I guess, is the narrative that's being formed about Craig Robertson, this 80 year old man from, or that lives in, lived in Provo, Utah. And I got a notification from local news yesterday that was like FBI, kills a man who was threatening to assassinate Joe Biden. I was like, yeah, that's sounds like something that would happen if you threatened to <laughs> assassinate sounds Joe Biden. Right. Um, but it actually ended up being a bit crazier than I expected. And the, the, his behavior online was a bit more insane than, than I expected. So I just want to give, I want to give him credit. He <laughs> said, we're going to make Utah famous. <laughs> he put Utah on the map he yesterday. He fucking did it. Congratulations, man. What a legacy. Yeah. What a king. Yeah. What a king. He fucking did it. There's there's a lot of stuff going on here. Um, but Greg, I'll, I'll read your notes here. So an armed Utah man accused of making violent threats against President Joe Biden was shot and killed by FBI agents hours before the president landed in the state, Wednesday authorities said. Special agents were trying to serve a warrant on the home of Craig DeLue Wa- Robertson. Is that D-E-L-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
we absolutely need to get word out on this. Does anyone have any journalists that will look into this? We need people to investigate. I can't imagine whatever this man did warranted a full FBI SWAT team and a battering ram at the crack of dawn. Top reply to that was Glenn Beck saying, check your DMs. Um, eventually. 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 That, he, he that made it. the rounds for hours before I yeah, think Glenn Beck Glenn got, Beck got there around to it. it. Yeah. yeah, but Glenn Beck pays for the, the check on Twitter, so he gets yeah. priority. And people, people were... <laughs> The, the responses were, were very interesting. Like a lot of people being like, I, I saw people being like, oh, I, I knew this guy. Like, I can't believe he would like there's not he couldn't have done anything. But I, before I'd seen these tweets, I'd started to see some of the posts from this guy, which I think we should probably highlight. Um, here's some examples. Uh, well, I think without the imagery, the imagery, it's, it's a little hard to fully grasp, like what, what his whole vibe. Um, but I highly recommend, which you probably have seen floating around. If you're listening to this, um, pictures of what this guy looked like and the types of pictures he was posting of just like a lot of guns, a lot of tactical gear. Just imagine um, Wilford Brimley in tactical gear with a gun. That's yeah. yeah that's that's Wilford Brimley. If he owned a five eleven. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, um, it's also been it's it's come out that he had been previously monitored by the FBI as I think as early as March of this year. Um, but he he posted, hey, FBI, you still monitoring my social media checking so I can be sure to have a loaded gun handy in case you drop by again. Uh, he tw- he bum, posted bum, on Facebook. Bum, I hear bum, Biden bum, is coming bum, to Utah, bum, 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 digging bum. out my old ghillie suit and cleaning the dust <laughs> at, off the M24 sniper rifle. Welcome buffoon in chief. That's a good one. In my dream, I see Joe Biden's body in a dark corner of a deep parking garage with his head severed and lying in a huge puddle of blood. Hoorah. And then this one also, perhaps Utah will become famous this week as the as the place a sniper took out Biden, the Marxist. Um, he also posted. I found the Adam Schiff one I was looking for. Uh, he also had some Merrick Garland ones. Um, he posted a picture of a, of a gun. He said, Merrick Garland eradication tool coming for me with your FBI, you little demented weasel, cowardly asshole. He posted that October of last year. So maybe it was March of last year when they first started. Um, and then he he posted a picture of what appears to be some kind it looks like an AR-15. Um, a positive cure for Bidenitis. Look, Joe, it's a ghost gun. Can also be used as an AOC Doucette bag. Going to de- a Democrat fundraiser hear that it's a target rich environment. Um, that's a good way to to get on the FBI's watch list right there is just saying you're going somewhere and you're posting a picture of a gun. Yeah, um, that'll yeah, do it. That, that, that seems, that like, that seems pretty textbook. So this this is one of the more deranged ones. I mean, it's all pretty deranged, but he posted a picture of this like revolver and he said, I want so much to put this against Adam Schiff's and Jerry Nadler's temple pull the trigger and watch their heads explode like watermelons dropped from a three-story building. Uh, so that's, that's a little, a that little seems pretty textbook of like, Hey, you want the FBI to knock on your door? Yeah. I don't know. I guys. mean, I, I think I have to disagree. I mean, like what you are making explicit threats against multiple politicians in this country. And then the FBI shows up. Come on. What is this? 1984. <laughs> You know, I will yeah, say dude. I said it before. <laughs> we lost. And I've said it ourselves. again that uh, I, I I still am a little confused on what the uh, like the big hoopla is because you know this guy got to meet the FBI and Ronald Reagan in the same day, and that Ayo, should be every conservative's uh, dream. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, that's, that's good. 
<laughs> these posts are deranged, man. They're, yes. like, they're absolutely deranged. Like I cannot imagine there there have to be people in his ward who were Facebook friends with this guy seeing this stuff. And then to just pretend that there was nothing going on, like that's insane shit to be yeah. posting online. Absolutely insane shit to be posting online. Yeah. Like that's that's just like I, I don't believe these people when they're like, oh, we had no idea. No, you did. You had a yeah. pretty good idea when he was showing up to church and his like Trump hat and his guns and like, don't give me that shit. Like, this is not a surprise to many of the people who probably knew oh, him well. Dude, I I just saw some more of his posts. Like, somebody just vid- took a video of like all like his his whole Facebook feed. He just he's a he posts a lot. Um like Joe Biden, the eighth wonder of the world. Wonder how that old bastard is still alive. Like little stuff like that. And then um Whoopi Goldberg, racist. I I don't racist bigger niche is what he said. Awesome. So wow. Uh, okay. That's oh boy. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that, um, when people post like that, that tells me they're a really sweet person. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like how like like you said, Colin, like a there's no way that he wasn't friends with people in his ward if he's like this level of online and posting this kind stuff all the time. And like B, how if you are a neighbor or a friend or a loved one who thinks this guy is so sweet and so wonderful, how do you not say something and be like, hey, my guy, I know that you're upset and I know that you have these political beliefs, but maybe like chill on talking about like exploding uh, oh my God. politicians heads dude, and on he, watermelon, like watermelons. Like he, yeah. what are you doing? He called Hakeem Jeffries the same thing, which I'm not a, I don't like Hakeem Jeffries, but like this is just, it, it's, it's really insane. And like, this is where like, so he, he says stuff like this. As General Washington ran the British out of Boston, so we must root out the and eradicate the evil that is Biden tyranny, six Semper Tyrannus. The Marxist left has created a, a society nobody can live in. Answer, eradicate the Marxist left. So, and... Doug, like you live in Provo. Well, Joe, Joe and Hunter Biden, your criminal cartel is crumbling. It's time to eat your shotgun. Um, the, he's, and the, this is, he posts constantly. There, like, there is so... It goes on like this is a video that just goes back the last like couple of weeks and there's probably 50 something 50 60 70 posts in this video um and it's just all the same shit like it's before okay so on top of that this has turned into um it's it it's turned into like a I don't want to say rallying cry, but there are people that are unironically saying like, this is like a Ruby Ridge type situation and kind of like rallying behind that. Jack yeah, Posobiec is one person. So well. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's essentially that like, this is, is the rallying cry for people to, you know, essentially be ready to take up arms against the government yeah. or whatever. Cool. You want your wife and kid killed too. Cause that happened at Ruby Ridge. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so it's awful, but, um, Jack Posobiec has been one of these people. Um, he's the fucking worst. Yeah, he's such a fucking he, worm. he said like he's been on like Real America. What I don't what show he I don't know where his show is um, talking about this. But basically, the the big thing is like, uh, you know, why you, you like you can die for your political beliefs. Like this 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 unironic account 
uh, posted, Ashley Babbitt was murdered first, then was Craig Robertson. You could be the next, all due to your political beliefs here in America. The FBI, CIA, DOJ, and entire deep state will stop at nothing to silence you or get rid of you if you speak out against the corruption. Scary times. Um, listen, uh, I think it's just as a general rule, I think it's bad when the FBI kills just like private citizens. And I don't, I, 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 in good conscience, cannot feel good about the FBI killing an 80 year old guy. Like, it's hard for me to believe that they couldn't apprehend this guy. Um, yeah. That's on one hand, like, I, I'm not, I can't advocate for state violence like that. The other hand, though, like this guy has been trying as hard as he possibly could to get the FBI to show up to his front door and he got what he wanted. He was he, he you he's, he's posting that he's going to assassinate Joe Biden with a sniper rifle. Um, you know, and the FBI knows who he is. Like, I, I just like there's not like uh, do I like realistically, is that a scenario that I think was possible? Absolutely not. Yeah. But like there's not a the world in which we live in is not one in which the fbi is gonna be like, okay well this 80 old man's not gonna do anything it's right. not it's just not they're yeah. gonna show up they're gonna show up and they're gonna they're gonna see if the threat is credible yeah and and honestly it's like i don't i don't care to to make the look how hypocritical they are because they would never stand up for any black person that's been killed by the fbi under sure, you know, black people futile. who aren't none of these people cared when brianna taylor died right like no one no, no one could who, have been right. doing less who, who again was like was not about her political beliefs yeah. she was just at home yeah like, she was right. sleeping she, she got killed because of the cops yeah like and like so it, there's no comparison there and there, it's 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 dumb to even be like oh these people are hypocritical of course they are they're these people are racist they're they're awful and like they're defending this guy because um you know for a variety of reasons so obviously that's on that's on the table but like um it is very like the higher profile thing that that people are probably aware of recently. I mean, it didn't happen recently, but the the show Under the Banner of Heaven really did, and the book obviously, but did demonstrate the dynamic that exists here among like uh-huh. you know Mormons and neighbors and people in Utah who are kind of just like you know people like watch out for their own to some extent and would never think that uh you know people could do something bad they like i've seen descriptions like people who are like yeah we know he has some like wacky political beliefs but he he was a nice guy he did he's like a woodworker he built you know like a bed frame for our neighbor or whatever so um it's it's, fine that he was said he was gonna snipe joe biden on facebook it all comes down to it all comes down to that belief which is especially prevalent in utah but i think it's prevalent in other places like he was he was at church every sunday Right. Yeah, he he must have been a good person. He was at yeah. church every Sunday. And it's like that doesn't that doesn't show shit about yeah. your character. It shows mm-hmm. that you'll show up to a boring church ceremony for three hours every week, but it doesn't it doesn't say anything about the person yeah. that you are. The other the, the other thing really for me is just like, okay, for an eighty year old man to be this like unbelievably tortured by yeah. an incredibly milk toast president and just like the most these political figures who essentially really have the exact same they have have the same political beliefs as many of the the republicans that this guy would be fine with like we're talking about two capitalist political parties and this guy is losing sleep and losing his life over his like paranoia about joe biden like out of all people to be to lose your life threatening to kill marxist joe biden is 
there's I, like I, I don't I, how do you I don't know how you get to that point, but the way you get to that point is that we have like this media apparatus yes. that reinforces like and 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 incentivizes turning people in, this insane because they rely on people being maybe not to this extent, but like this is the path that they love sending people on. January sixth happened because like. They, all these people were lied to and they continued to be lied to and people died that day because they because people were lying and they made a big big show out of what they all knew to be fake and to be a lie their election was not stolen and people died because of that but the people that pay the price are the gullible idiots like this guy who just got absolutely glassed by the fbi in provo or somebody who gets shot by a fucking rent-a-cop at the at the mall or at the at the um fucking capital it's yeah. like uh what's the national mall that's what i was gonna say um but yeah like those are the people that pay the price the people who you know are on new on the news or spewing this stuff widen like obviously this guy i i don't know who he followed on facebook but like, these types of beliefs that this guy has it's just like the same you know fox it's news says same, how many stories on hunter biden on- and the the biden crime family family each week like come on it's the same thing you see on Fox. It's the same thing you see on Newsmax. Yeah. It's the same thing you see on Breitbart. You know, and I see this as like, you know, a microcosm of a much bigger problem. We've talked about it as well in different cases. You know, like there was that string of, of people who were getting uh, like there was a delivery driver who was shot because he pulled into the wrong house. Yeah. You know, or like a teen who like turned into a driveway and was like trying to to back out. And like this country is becoming more and more paranoid and more and more fear-based while also having completely unfettered access to guns dude and and then but like and like what you said there's an entire media apparatus behind this that's feeding and fueling it all yeah like what's the logical conclusion that you're supposed to make when you hear that on the news like we've talked about this before with a variety of different things but it's like if the news is telling you that hey this guy stole the election and he's in bed with (laughs) communist china china and his him and his like crackhead son are running a crime ring and hey all of you people need to be prepared to take up arms because we're experiencing a white genocide or whatever mm-hmm. and like white birth rates are going down and you have to defend your family and your culture or whatever oh and you can just have unfettered access to as many guns as you yeah, want you can like, go and buy an course, automatic rifle at walmart yes of course this stuff is gonna happen like it's crazy honestly that this stuff doesn't happen more which i'm i'm glad it doesn't but it's just like like you were saying, these people just have uh, like un- complete clear access to get as many guns as he wanted. Like he, he was posting all of these posts in, betw- in, in betwixt the pi- the pictures of his fucking guns. It's like his if you're a neighbor and, and you're friends with him on and- Facebook and he's sitting there saying about how he's going to roll up on a fucking like uh, Democrats conference in Utah County or whatever. And he's posting pictures of guns like you have a responsibility uh, to do something about that if you were seeing that and to, for people to be on like you know people spoke anonymously neighbors ward members or whatever being saying really nice things about him we had some of the local news stations weirdly desert news's uh, coverage of this appears to be one of the most uh cohesive that i've seen but like some of the early ones that came out like from abc4 was just essentially oh only God, quotes about how so good of a guy bad. this guy was and it's like uh, yeah 
I don't I, know, man. Yeah. Sorry. It, no. I, it is it is in a way desperately sad. It it is it desperately is, it is sad. Really sad. Mm-hmm. But there is a little part of me that cannot stop laughing at <laughs> this eighty year old man who thought he was gonna like rainbow Dude. six his way through the world. Like, what sort of weird delusional <laughs> protagonist of the universe oh mentality do you have to have that you think like I'm an, the FBI is going to show up and yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to blam, 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 blam. I'm going to shoot them all up. Like, dude, no, those guys are going to show up and they're going to ice you immediately. Like, yeah. it, it, like it's yeah. insane. It's insane that these guys have these delusions of grandeur, even like a 30 year old guy who, who's dude, a yeah, young guy who thinks that he's begging like, for somebody like, to break into their house so they can yeah, shoot like, him. It's the guys that comment on the local news stories. Wow. Yeah. I wish that's, this guy broke into my house. Cause then yeah. I would have killed him and then come and get come and take it. Or yeah, or yeah. they're like, yeah, I want to see the FBI come over here, and I'm like, yeah, they'd come over there and they'd ice you, man. Yeah, yeah. you would, you, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even get your gun out before they yeah. fucking killed you. God, <laughs> it's like watching <laughs> Wilford Brimley star John Wick. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's desperately sad, but it's also very funny to me how many people have these delusions, like that they are somehow, like, going to beat trained like soldiers and marksmen and dude but, law enforcement but how much officers of, he's, and he like, post, p- posting pictures of himself in tactical gear in a fucking ghillie suit to do yes. this guy was wearing like big Full old on camouflage over suits, over denim like, jeans like yeah it's but how much of, how much of this <sighs> this paranoia this paranoia and these delusions of grandeurs are then fueled by that media apparatus because because oh, not, totally. not only are they like you know, talking about the Biden crime family and white genocide and whatever like civil war is coming. They're also then pointing the camera right at you and saying, it's up to you to stop it. I know. And then when they do January 6th, it's like, whoa, we didn't we didn't mean that. <laughs> it's like, right. what did you mean? <laughs> what yeah, do you there's want always people that, to like, do? There's, there's always that plausible deniability, right? I know. When you when when you when you were telling people that there's like traitors in charge of things like um, it really is crazy that stuff like this doesn't happen happen more often. I'm sure you know the FBI is a gigantic watch list. It's, um, yeah, I, I don't know if we'll ever know exactly what happened, but I'm gonna go through a little bit of this Desert News article to just to close things out. Um, but this is a, it, the this is an update. Uh, or this was posted last night, so this wasn't their initial coverage of the story. But the, the headline is: He has a gun, and eyewitness details what happened when the FBI came to a Provo neighborhood. Craig Robertson, come out with your hands up. This is the FBI. That's what residents of a quaint suburban neighborhood pushed up against Provo County near the BYU campus say they woke up to in an early morning hours on Wednesday. It definitely sounded like it was coming from inside my house, said one neighbor who asked not to be identified. What followed was a barrage of gunshots. Moments later, authorities carried the overweight elderly man out of his house. I, yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll just let that be. Placed him on the sidewalk and tried unsuccessfully to render first aid, according to the witness. Several neighbors said his body remained on the concrete for two hours as the blood soaked through the white sheet paramedics placed over him. The FBI has not released details about the shooting. Again, I don't know if they have to or will. I, I kind of doubt it, but um, depends how much of a thing this becomes in right-wing media. But the neighbor's eyewitness account pr- provides the clearest picture so far of the fatal encounter between authorities and a 75-year-old Craig Roberts, Ro- Robertson. After the sound of about six gunshots, you hear them yell, shots fired, shots fired, he has a gun, and then the whole bunch of more shots, said the neighbor. There was such a loud barrage, and they were unable to tell how many times the agents inside Robertson's home fired. They were all shooting at the same time, and at that point in time, I was in get-my-kid mode. 
Neighbors say he was, he was shot and killed between 6 and 6.30 Wednesday as the FBI carried out a raid related to his social media posts where he made threats to President Joe Biden and other Democrats. Not long after the shooting, Biden arrived in Utah as part of a tour of Western states. It would be weird to be like a person where you go somewhere and somebody um, like gets killed because they were threatening to assassinate you. But Yes, it would be. That's yeah, a that, that would be pretty surreal. I don't, I, I don't think Joe Biden even knows what's going on. Oh, I, I, uh, I had the World Cup game going on on my iPad and it's now on Fox 13 and they're reading and they're going through the statement that his family put out. His, his, his family put out a statement that was basically like, uh, <laughs> actually, I, I, I should, I'll get to that in a sec because it was kind of it was kind of funny. Um, so this, this kind of seems like it was the guy that's on the Twitter account, but I just can't believe that this man warranted that kind of response said Travis Clark, who lived up the street from Robertson, the neighbor who spoke on the condition of anonymity said they were shocked by the police presence and disturbed by what they saw after the shooting. I understand that they have procedures that have to be followed, but his body, it was out there for so long when the kids in the cul-de-sac, they could have done more because he was bleeding through the sheet, said the neighbor who asked to remain anonymous. Um, and then it has pictures of this guy in his like tactical gear with like lasers and flashlights on his guns or whatever. Um, I want to I, I want to read the family statement because I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to say when your like family member gets has been threatening to murder the president on online for months yeah. and and post this or and eventually gets killed because of it. Um, let me see, family. Okay. Uh, this is the family statement. Um, we, the family of Craig Delu, oh, they spelled it differently. Delu, D-E-E-L-U-E-W, are shocked and devastated by the senseless and tragic killing of our beloved father and brother, and we fervently mourn the loss of a good and decent man. The Craig Robertson we knew was a kind and generous person who was always willing to assist another in need, even when advanced age, limited mobility, and other physical challenges made it more difficult and painful for him to do so. He often used his expert woodworking skills to craft beautiful and creative items for others, including toys and sleighs, rocking horses, and bubblegum dispensers for the children of friends and neighbors at Christmas time. He was active in his local church congregation and loved. Uh, I just have to say, I'm reading this because I think it, like the dichotomy between, like, or the juxtaposition really between this and like what, <laughs> what he what he was online, I guess, yeah. uh, is just so insane. Uh, and like these people that were all, all knew him and knew him knew it, like knew what he was doing online. It's crazy that, that he was never told to stop by any of them, uh, I guess. He was active in his local church congregation and loved the Lord Jesus Christ with all his heart. He was a devoted dog lover for all his life and lavished his animals with love and affection. He was a lover of history and an avid reader of every kind of book. In his younger years, he was a sportsman and hunter. He was a firearm enthusiast, collector, collector and gunsmith who staunchly supported the constitutionally protected right to keep and bear arms for the purposes of providing <laughs> food go. and protection for his family and home. As a you safety think this inspector, guy read DOS Capital. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. As a safety inspector in the steel industry, he worked diligently and conscientiously to safeguard the lives of the well and the well-being of untolds of thousands who would use and benefit from the numerous industrial and public works projects he was responsible for during the course and dec- of a decades-long career. Craig loved his country with all his heart. He saw it as a God-inspired and God-blessed land of liberty. He was understandably frustrated and distraught by the present and ongoing erosions to our constitutionally protected freedoms and the rights of free citizens wrought by what he and many others in this nation observed to be corrupt and overreaching government. As an elderly and largely homebound man, there was very little he could do but exercise his First Amendment right to free speech and voice his protest in what has Let become the public square of our post. age, the internet and social media. 
Though his statements were uh, imperate at times, he has never and would never commit any act of violence against another human over political or philosophical disagreement. As our family processes the grief and pain of our loss, we would have it be known that we hold no personal animosity towards those individuals who took part of the ill-fated events on the morning of August 9th, which resulted in Craig's death. We ask that the media and public respect our family members' privacy, give us the time and space needed to come to terms with the sad tragedy of this these events this is i mean that is a sad tragedy but they also kind of like justified his line of thinking um yep which is yeah i don't i mean i i i always find there's so many things in this that are are fascinating to me it's perfect i love the like he was a devoted believer in christ who would say things like he wanted to put a gun against adam Schiff's head (laughs) and blow it up like a watermelon yeah or that he wanted to see joe biden's severed head in a pool of blood in a christly way though it was very the love of christ was there uh, while he was saying things like that like i don't think i don't think people understand what uh uh, or i just disagree strongly with their interpretation of what the love of christ looks like but this Uh, this is I, also like to me there's a there's a problem to this that is uniquely Utah in that this is the perfect example of like the insularity of Utah. Yeah, yeah. In that like th- this is I mean while you were reading this and they were talking about how this was uh up by Rock Canyon that's right where I grew up. Yeah. Like this happened probably very close to my old neighborhood uh that I lived in growing up and like you can go days, if not weeks, if not months, especially if you're a sedentary 80 year old man, who's, you know, housebound without seeing anybody who looks different than you. Everybody looks the same. You see the same people of church. They all vote the same way. They all have the same exact beliefs. So this man was living in a complete echo chamber. Yeah. which is only going to fuel that insanity. Yeah, man. Uh, it, and this is a very disturbed individual. It's and, really sad. It's just um, sad. It's sad all around. Yeah. We, like we joke, but it's really sad. Yeah. It's just it, because what it's, it's what it's representative of is so much more bleak than just yes, a guy exactly. getting shot by the FBI. It's like, yeah. uh, like I didn't know this guy. I like don't I make light of a lot of things that are that are dark, whatever. But like overall, my feelings about this whole thing, it's very depressing that people can get pulled into this type of like somebody could legitimately believe that Joe Biden is a, is a Marxist and needs to be assassinated. Well, like, and that's the sad thing is, is that like whatever. There are how many hundreds, if not thousands, of Craig Robinson Robertsons out there? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I'm, the, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more about often. This. <laughs> yeah, is that I, there are there are so many people who believe in this garbage and continue down these rabbit holes, and I don't have a solution to fix this problem at all. But it yeah. makes me very sad and very anxious. Yeah, it, it reminds me of um, often. Uh, I mean, this isn't like. Like, you know, he wasn't saying like QAnon stuff, but like this is, I think the people that get wrapped up into QAnon are very, uh, were obviously victims in very similar ways that to what this guy, how he got himself to this, this point. But I sometimes would read the QAnon casualties subreddit and there have been many people like who have talked about, like who have taken their own lives, who have killed other people, who have done really horrible things because of 
you know, these these lies that they buy into at some point. And QAnon Anonymous has done many stories about, you know, very similar things. But like, yeah, like you were saying, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, whether they are online posting threats about assassinating the president or if they're like, you know, ruining their interpersonal relationships because they believe that everyone's, you know, eating children or whatever. Um, like we're in a bad place when it comes to it's not just media literacy, but it's like literally this this economy of bullshit media and the uh, like the incentivizing of, of, of all of this, it just, it makes me sick. I also <laughs> like, think people it's get a, rewarded for it. So I think yeah. it's a microcosm of an even bigger problem though, in that, and we talked, we've talked about this. I've forgotten how many times that like people don't, lash out and act like this when their basic material needs are being met. And I think what we are seeing is like, this is a sign of like very much a society in decay. And when you are living in a society in decay and you're watching your quality of life continue to dwindle, it's a lot easier to believe in a conspiracy theory or believe in whatever the, the the media is spouting off than to like really accept that reality that no sh- things are really bad and there may not be a way for them to get better. And yeah, then I mean, yeah, this sure. is this is these are the repercussions of that right there. People act out in insane ways and you know, in this case it's the result the, the guy ends up dead on his front porch. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bleak. Um, and there's not really an awesome answer to this other than like if this is your grandparent at any point, take away their internet access. Like there cut, needs to be cut wires, cut cables or something. Yeah, there yeah. really, really needs to be age limits. Sorry to be ageist, sorry to be ableist or whatever. There needs to be age limits for social media. Well, it's, somebody needs to get this guy to the local bingo. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, and, and to just like, he, have, he just, yeah. he needs a social life. So he's not doing this. All no the more. Time. This, is, like, this is an alienated individual who yeah, needs he's alienated. Is nothing but stay at home. <laughs> nothing but consume. It's tough. Horrific media. And it's like, yeah, you, you gotta, you, you gotta get, maintain you friendships you throughout your whole grass. life. And even when you're, when you're older, you gotta go find stuff to do so you can you, you touch gotta, grass and maintain uh, your yeah. connection to society. You gotta go outside. Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, so that's a, that's it's a pretty crazy situation, and I guess we'll see what how this continues to unfold. But uh, I don't know. I more than likely this will be forgotten about, uh, you know, pretty soon. But who knows? Maybe maybe this is the right's new rallying cry against the feds, because you know, even though they're cops, they're feds first. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Um, any final thoughts? Should we end it there? We got to do a happy episode. Cool. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just, that's one of the only two buttons soon. I got left. It's like yeah, I want, uh, I want the outro. Song. I want I'm the really outro. Dude, we don't I am it. so sad it's gone. Can we? Can I'll we put some. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be putting in some music right now. It'll be good. Sound okay. of Freedom needs to come out with a sequel so we can watch it. That'll be good. We gotta. Have fun. We have to. Yeah, uh, Tim Ballard has like been fired from everything he's doing, so I wonder what he's up to right now. Um, but yeah. Colin, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, sorry Always most pleasure, of this boys. was depressing, but it was <laughs> soccer-related, so I'm glad we got to do that. Greg, yep. I hope all is well with you as well. You're looking tanned. You're looking nice. Thank as you. As always. There we yeah. go. Yeah. This guy's looking He's looking lean and mean. 
Uh, thank you all for listening. Again, I'll put some uh, links for um, the victims in Hawaii. Donate money if you can. Uh, a lot of people there need it right now. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Is it empty?